Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes in today for Doug McCary, who would typically be here, but he is not here today. And so I have the unique privilege of having a guest in studio. In fact, uh, guest plural. I've got two guests in studio, and I'm excited to introduce both of these guys to you. Um, in fact, uh, Zach Melton, who is with Copassion and... Uh, in fact, I've had Ray Strickland in here. Ray is the founder of uh, Copassion, correct, Zach? Yep, that's correct. Okay, good. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking as as I was coming up here today, I was trying to recall, I was thinking about going back in the archives to figure out when I had Ray in. Ray's been in probably two or three times, and uh, but I didn't have time. So <clears throat> I'm excited to, to have you share. And then you brought in a, a good a good friend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Justin, Dr. Justin Young. Good Hello. to have yeah. you, brother. Good to be here. Sounds good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so I get this. For, for our listeners who are out there, I am uh, 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 25 years in Jacksonville. And I was, in fact, I had a meeting this morning um, with a guy who I just met for the first time. And he and I are talking, kind of sharing our stories and, you know, hey, what brought you to Jacksonville, this and that. I said, you know, I, I moved here 25 years ago with a plan, I catch that plan, to be here for two years and then go back to Houston, where mm-hmm. I'm from. Many of our listeners have heard my story, but uh, yeah, oftentimes uh, God's got different plans than we've got. And so um, anyway, I, I was just reminding him that uh you know sometimes the things we think are what we're supposed to be doing are 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 not what we're going to end up doing and as a result um in fact i even told him he asked me what what would be one of the reasons you stayed in jacksville you know it wasn't work even though work was a big part of it the biggest part was that i had found a good church and our family kind of got established and so when the opportunity came for me to go back uh to houston I told my partners, I said, you know, I'm not so sure I'm ready to do that. I feel like God's got something for me here. Anyway, all all the years of being here, I've met more people. And I, I was sharing with you guys just before we got on, came on the air how oftentimes I'll hear from Justin about a ministry he's involved in. I know Zach very well. I, You know, the next day I reach out to Zach, say, hey, Zach, are you familiar with uh, Dr. Young at uh, Gordon-Conwell? And uh, you're like, I have no clue. Don't know anything about it. And so I feel like in some, it, listen, if networking were a spiritual gift, I've got that. And so <laughs> I feel like oftentimes I am so about connecting people. And so I appreciate the text uh, just before we came on the air, uh, introducing Absolutely. me to Justin. But what was funny, and I told told you guys in the text, just this afternoon, another dear friend of mine, Jeff Dalrymple, who's my co-founder of the Northeast Florida Christian Chamber, said, "Hey, have, do you know who do you know who Justin Young is?" I said, "He's at Gordon Conwell." I said, "You know, listen, I've gotten to the point where when people ask me if I know somebody, I just immediately say, I don't know him. You know, <laughs> unless it's my wife or my kids, will I immediately spot? Yeah, I know, I know Vicky Sykes." <laughs> But oftentimes, I'm surprised, actually, Justin, that we've never met. 
But yeah. uh, but I get this text from Jeff saying, you you got to meet Justin. And then you send me the text. I, what? Come on up. Hang out in the studio with us. So Good to have you guys both. Yeah, yeah glad to really, be here. Uh, really good to be here. I, when I woke up this morning, I was not uh, planning on being on the radio. And <laughs> actually, when I had lunch today, I wasn't planning on being on the radio. But here I am. So. Hey, there you go. Well, <laughs> we, listen, I am a big believer in... Uh, you know that old that old saying when you know somebody says, "Well, I'll pray about that." I'm like, "I don't need to pray about that. Just come on up to the studio and let's tell us what you're up to." <laughs> As That's I was right. sharing, uh, Justin, with you, uh, Doug McCary uh, is the. Um, it, I, I would say he is SWAT radio. He is SWAT radio. I mean, he uh, sharing with a brother this morning. Now, how did SWAT radio come about? For those who may be listening, wherever you are, whether it's in Mississippi or Texas or Virginia Beach or wherever here in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Folkestone, Georgia. Um, you know, we, we realize oftentimes people stumble across a radio station and hear a couple of knuckleheads talking <laughs> and going, hey, this sounds pretty interesting. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. It it came, the, the radio broadcast came out of a Bible study that was started about 10 years ago by Doug McCary. Doug is a longtime dear friend of mine. In fact, I met Doug two weeks after moving to Jacksonville, and uh, you know, I, I I blame him a lot of times for why I'm still here. You know, is that you, you build relationships, you build connections with brothers who love Christ and are kind of going after the same thing. What was interesting is that I moved from Houston to Jacksonville in December of '97, and not too many months later, Doug moved from Jacksonville to Houston. <laughs> And uh, anyway, but all these years, 25 years, Doug and I have been dear friends. And uh, I mean, really, he's probably my closest pal in in town. And so when he moved back to Jacksonville 10 years ago, he started a little Bible study at the beach with his sons and just some other guys who gathered around at a restaurant or coffee shop. Like a lot of things happen like that. And it kind of grew. New guy would add another guy would come the next week and another guy would come the next week. And over time... It got too big for that coffee shop, and it ultimately moved to uh, Bono's Barbecue uh, on Solana Road. <laughs> and so much so, they were willing to open the restaurant at 6 a.m. just wow. to let us come in and uh, study God's Word. Well, that Bible study grew. Then another Bible study got planted here at the Salem Center at noon on Wednesdays. That grew. Then another one started on Thursday mornings, and that grew. And then another one happened on Thursday nights. Then another one on Friday mornings down in St. Augustine. And so all these years you've got, and, and this is kind of a cool thought, probably about 200 men come to these Bible studies on a weekly basis. We may be anywhere from 100 to 200. I always say depending on who's teaching. If I'm teaching, it's 100. If it's if it's Doug's teaching, it's 200. But uh, <laughs> but the, the reality is you got couple hundred guys involved in SWAT radio, not to mention the guys who are listening on air from, from about 20 different churches in the area. Wow. And we often talk about how do we, how do we get out of our silos and begin to engage in the gospel mm. outside of our little holy huddles that we live in. And so anyway, the radio came about as a, as an extension of the Bible studies and Doug reached out to me. And of course I told him, no, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> But as I said, you know, my plans are not God's plans. And so uh, here it is, seven, about seven years later, we're still doing radio and thankful. So Monday through Wednesday, we open the Word of God and we go through it together. 
listen, it is discipleship at its core. It's the idea that we're going to open the Word of God, we're going to study it, we're going to understand it, and then we're going to talk about how do we apply it as men. And so that's seemed to have gotten some traction over the years, and there's a lot of guys who, you know, we we take a very uh, uh, Greek way of learning. We, we love the information, but listen, the you know, the Jews didn't look at it like that. The information led to transformation, and that's what we need to be about. So that's kind of what we really believe here at SWAT is uh, we don't want to just be teaching it. We, we want to be observing it. And so uh, anyway, Thursdays are our guest Thursday. Doug is out of town, so if you're wondering where Doug is, you guys ever remember that show, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? I don't know, where in the world is Doug McCary? Maybe he'll call in and greet us uh, today, but um, good to have you guys in studio. And I wanted Glad to, to just, uh, you know, we, we'll take a break here in just a few minutes, but maybe you can you know, talk about co-passion. First, before we jump into that, you know, you've never been on the air with us. Justin, you've clearly never been on the air. You didn't even know you were going to be on the air. Uh Let's talk about just your own, both of your kind of personal testimonies. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, love to share my story and, you know, how God's led me to himself. I, I grew up in St. Augustine, Florida is wow. where I was born and raised. Close I, by. Yeah. I, I still live there. I did live in Jacksonville for a year. Um, I like to say I got back as quick as I could, uh, St. Augustine. Um, uh, but my wife and I live there. We got two kids, a newborn, uh, in on june 14th waverly entered the world in archers too and i i came to christ really in in college really you know i grew up mm-hmm. going to church you know um and it wasn't really until college and you know, i was very skeptical i always had a lot of questions growing up and and in in college that didn't really stop you know i had i had a lot of questions even for my philosophy teachers who weren't christians Actually, you know, it's kind of funny. One day I was in philosophy class. I was at the time I was, you know, contemplating Christianity and other and other ideas as well. But um, I I was asking my philosophy teacher some question. I can't remember what it was, but he said, "You must be one of those Christians." And I actually wasn't a Christian at the time. And so that was. Uh, I, I always I've always asked a lot of questions. Sometimes to my detriment, people don't tend to like being asked questions. Um, my Sunday school teachers didn't like that, uh, nor did my philosophy teacher like that. So you grew up. In the church, though. I did, yeah. And I I don't want to, you know, I did have a little bit of a negative experience in the church. I don't like talk too much about the the negative side, but I did have a little bit of a negative experience in the church. Um, But I was a questioner. And so that was kind Mm -hmm. of the core of of how I came to Christ, really. I've told people that I've shared the gospel with, you know, like, oh, I'm a questioner. I'm like, well, don't stop asking questions because it'll lead you to Christ. Yes, yes. And so, and then really kind of through college, actually through some, uh, I I worked at Publix. and through a girl, invited me to kind of a young adults college, uh, you know, high school kind of group. And uh, really just, you know, it's relationships, right? I, I went to the group with her because she was, you know, cute. She's my wife now. Uh, we met together <laughs> at Publix. And, um, Wait a minute. I think I know a few other guys that may have uh, come to Christ that way. Yeah, <laughs> flirt to convert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't recommend it. But um, yeah, so I, I went to the group and there's some guys there actually who just kind of came alongside me. Um, met me where I was with my questions and didn't, um, you know, judge me and, and just kind of met me there and, and, um, you know, about a year and a half of hanging out with them, uh, asking my questions, reading the Bible, um, about a year in to that whole story, you know, it, reading some different books and apologetics and things of that nature. 
I came to the realization, okay, there, there's, I mean, it, it takes more faith to be an atheist. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a God. Yeah. Uh, but it really wasn't until six months later that God really put it on my heart um, to, uh, you know, it was kind of an all or nothing. Uh, I was in church one day and God just kind of, you know, you're either all in or you're all out. Yeah. And I, I jumped all in and that was uh, going into my junior year of college. Um, I, I wasn't really he- heavily involved actually in college, like in the life of college. Mm-hmm. I, I went to UNF, but I was a commuter. So I, I lived in St. Augustine. It was a local church down in St. Augustine called Providence Bible Church. And um, yeah, that's, that's you know, uh, going to my junior year of college, I surrendered my life to Christ and uh, God, God changed me tremendously. Um, gave me a love for his word, gave me an understanding of his word that I, I didn't have before I came to Christ because I was reading his word and, and gave me a heart for evangelism and, and discipleship and, um, you know, my, what I envisioned my life to be, right, you know, going into college is not how, you know, it, it is because, you know, what God did in my heart um, junior year of college. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. I am uh, always interested in talking to people who came to Christ uh, at 18, 19 years old. I was 18 myself, grew, yeah. up, in the, grew up in the church, no no major wounds in the church, you know, but in a, in a similar way, I don't believe there are seekers. Scripture tells us no one seeks God, yeah. but I do believe God obviously prepares the heart. He opens the mind. He opens the eyes. He opens the ears. He softens the heart. And, and when the gospel is declared, yeah, it responds to that. And it wasn't, you know, I... I oh. You go. It wasn't, you know, when I came to Christ, I didn't ha- have all my questions answered. I, I yeah. like to tell people that, you know, I didn't have yeah. all my questions answered. I still really? had a lot of questions. I was going to say, <laughs> this is why but, we got Justin. Yeah, yeah we he's have the doctor here from yeah. Florida Conwell. Uh, I, I, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I'm glad he's in studio. Maybe I have some questions for him. Yeah. I still have a few myself. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, if you're interested in hearing more about Copassion, copassion.org. Org. Copassion.org. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and uh, I'll be right back with Zach Melton and Justin Brown. Uh, Justin Young. Justin Young, right? That's right. I have a friend, Justin Brown. I just (laughs) slipped out. Glad to have you. We'll be right back. SWAT Radio. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, on the air in Riverside at 91.7. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong. At the end of the line, with all the other not quite, with all the never get it right. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Glad to have you tuning in today. We 
we probably won't take any calls. Uh, it was one of the things, Justin, I, I didn't tell you, but uh, one, I always say one of the reasons may, we may have gained traction with SWAT radio was the first really live conversational uh, broadcast where for men that would allow people, men to call in. So usually we kind of open the phone lines up. If we're talking about something they want to call in, you can ask us questions. If you have a question or a comment, send that to ask at SWATradio.com, A-S-K at SWATradio.com. You can also email me directly, brad at SWATradio.com or doug at SWATradio.com. As I mentioned earlier, I've got Zach Melton from Copassion in studio with me, and he brought along a, a, a good friend, uh, Dr. Justin Young. And so we're going to, we'll, we'll transition. I, w- I want to pick up where we left off talking about your testimony, how you ended up, obviously, Copassion, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Absolutely. Yeah, when I came to Christ uh, at UNF, University of North Florida, I was going into business school. And as a new believer, you know, what? since I've graduated college, since I've graduated from UNF, the Cotton College of Business, it was a, it was a great school, great experience there. I, I loved the business school, studied economics and marketing, and I'm one of those people who actually likes to learn. I, I love learning, just gathering knowledge. And I, I've had different experiences in the marketplace. I've had experiences in for-profit, you, you know, uh, as, as a manager, as, as actually a business owner myself, and uh, I've also had experience in vocational ministry as well, um, to not just co-passion, but previous as well. It's a big part of my story is, uh, early on as a new believer too. Um, but one of the, one of the companies that I interned for while I was in college, iMethods, great company, oh, Clint. I didn't know yeah. you worked for Clint and yeah. Chad. Yeah. I interned and worked oh. there part-time. I didn't and know that. Yeah. yeah. Clint and Chad, uh, they, oh, they've been a huge influence on my life. Dear friends of mine. Oh, yeah. Love those guys. Oh, they're yeah. wonderful. Actually, I just went to, you know, they have a, a, a bi-weekly Bible study at their office. Love it. And I go there quite a <laughs> bit. I went there. Clint shared his story and actually reminded me a lot of, of just, you know, my story. Because I was, I worked there as a new believer. So I was, you know, just came to Christ, you know, uh, in my junior year of college, uh, probably my junior or senior year of I'm interning at iMethods. And uh, that's really where I got my heart for faith and work, integrating. Sorry, do you remember Jason Sweet? I do. Yeah. He still, isn't he still there? No, but he's, huh. well, he's still with iMethods, but he's, uh, in his yeah. home state of Idaho, but he's still doing some <clears throat> sales and yes, stuff for them. Yeah. And that's really at iMethods. Um, I, I was telling Clint on Tuesday, uh, you know, I, um, I remember one time being in his office and, and he actually, that's where he recommended uh, every good endeavor by Timothy Keller, you know, which, great book. if you know, and that's kind of the faith and work mm-hmm. flagship, mm-hmm. uh, book uh, in my opinion. And so that's really where my heart for for faith and work really started. That's actually where I met Ray, founder you know founder of Copassion, yep. and those seeds as a new believer you know just came to Christ um, on fire is where I was like wow you know I can actually you know, I can be a Christian in the marketplace you know I can be mm-hmm. a, a Christian uh, business owner you know and, and yep. bring God glory and 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 and. You know, I've I've kind of been back and forth in my twenties. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, and from for, for profit to to uh, vocational ministry, um, and God keeps on pulling me back into vocational ministry, whether I like it or not. You know, and but one of the things uh, a couple years ago, and this kind of I think ties into Justin, and Justin uh, can share a little bit about uh, him and what Gordon Conwell has coming up. But when I 
I've always I've always wanted to go back to school and I've actually tossed around you know do I want to go back and maybe get my MBA or you know I just I like to learn right mm-hmm. you know and so uh, when I came on staff with Copassion two years ago when God called me on staff two years ago which is a whole whole uh, long story but God pulled me back into that and uh, I our office is in the Gordon you know the Salem Center uh, right here. here yeah right here <laughs> and. Gordon Conwell's here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, I've heard of Gordon Conwell. And um, I, I like to learn and I want to get my master's and let me check out Gordon Conwell. And sure enough, Gordon Conwell has a, a faith and work uh, master's track that you can take. It's workplace theology and ethics. It's the Mockler Center uh, for faith and work and ethics in the marketplace. And I was like, wow, this is uh, right up my alley. Uh, I want to learn. It, it fits my passions. And and so I've been a student there for, I guess, going on about a year and a half. Now I'm doing the faith and work, you know, I'm doing my master's of arts, uh, M-A-T-S, focusing on faith and work and ethics in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And it's where I've met, where I met Dr. Young here, Justin. And uh, yeah, and, and I'll, I'll kind of, ha- you know, hand it over to you too as well, if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Justin. So, so I'm Dr. <laughs> Justin Young. I am actually from Jacksonville. Are you really? And, yeah. Where, I, where in Jacksonville? Uh, down in St. John's County area. Okay. All so right. uh, I grew up... Uh, I, I went to, uh, I started kindergarten at Jolington Creek Elementary School on race, Racetrack Road. So that gives you wow. an idea how, how local I am. Yeah, you are local. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, grew up here in Jacksonville. And uh, I came to Christ uh, on, uh, on the verge of going into high school. And really, my neighbor kind of uh, shared, shared the faith with me. And, um, you know, I, I really struggled in school. I was, I was not a good student. All, all I really cared about was playing baseball hmm. and making good enough grades to play baseball. Right. And um, really, I, I didn't really do a lot of reading. I, I kind of just did everything I could to not read, you know, do just yeah. typical, you know, just wanted to go out, be outside playing baseball somewhere. Hey, let me stop you, Justin. So interestingly enough, my, my father, who's 88 years old, will tune in every once in a while. He's in Texas. And uh, <clears throat> so he may be listening, but he... He, he would tell you, I, I hated to read. Yeah. I was not a good student. I mean, seriously. Then you have to be honest when you're on the radio because there's always going to be somebody who's going, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah. But interestingly for me, it was after coming to Christ, God planted that in me. He mm-hmm. gave me a desire to learn. I mean, like you were talking about is just this idea to, to learn. And uh, so anyway, yeah. <clears throat> that's what well, gave me a passion to read. It's, well, and, and for me, it, it, it's uh, it's like one of the um, the first books I feel like I, I kind of ever really completed, you know, from beginning to end mm-hmm. was actually the New Testament. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> I just remember reading the scriptures uh, going into high school. And it was like just I, the, the best way I can describe it is just with one word, just light. Yeah. coming into my life mm. and light and order and uh, reflecting on the riches of, of God's word. And so uh, that kind of stirred something up in me in high school. I started leading kind of Bible studies with uh, my baseball team, et cetera. And um, of course I had two knee surgeries in high school that sort of made it quite clear that that was not going to be the, the path I thought that uh, uh, I was going to go on. And so uh, I really just had this passion for going to ministry. And that led me to Moody Bible Institute. Uh, I ended up going to, to Chicago. Moody. Into Chicago, oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, 
very different climate in uh, <laughs> in, uh, in, in the winters. I would always always wonder why I was uh, in Chicago at Moody Bible Institute yeah. and not somewhere like Palm Beach Atlantic well, University. I or something. I don't know if you put the headsets on before we came on, but just before us is Dr. Erwin Lutzer on. Oh yeah, he, yeah. he's on, and I, I, right. yeah, I mean over the years I've lit you. For us old guys, we remember when we had cassette tapes. They're little plastic things that would go into a radio. Well, if you guys I've read about those. those. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're in the museums now, I think. But we would listen to Erwin Lutzer, Alistair Begg, John yeah. MacArthur, all these guys. Yeah. And uh, Anyway, interestingly enough, Justin, so my wife's from Chicago. In fact, she's texting me right now. But uh, uh, she's from Chicago. We met in college. Again, you know. Clerk to convert. <clears throat> and so uh, first time I ever went to Chicago <clears throat> was in December of, I want to say like 83, December of 83, long before you guys were born. And so we, <laughs> I, I fly out of, out of Denver. I'd gone skiing for the, for the uh, Christmas holidays, and her parents had invited me to come up and spend a, a week with them. <clears throat> I thought, it'd be great. I'll just catch a flight from Denver to Chicago. Well, I've been skiing all week. I've been in the cold weather. Hmm. I landed in Chicago, chill factor, negative 68 below. Walked out to the car, put my arm around her, and I said, baby, I love you, but we'll never live here. (laughs) (laughs) Can't stand the cold. Yeah, it was a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I ended up going to Moody and uh, just really enjoyed my time there. Uh, But I went into Moody with uh, admittedly a very low view of myself and what, mm. what I was able to even do academically. I never thought of myself as an academic, mm. uh, just knowing, you know, I really just struggled in school. And when I, when I got, when I got to Moody, uh, I, I kind of, uh, I was, when it came in as a youth ministry major, I don't really remember even choosing that major. I guess I said something on my application that, that put me in that major, mm. but, uh, I'll, I'll try not to get emotional even just talking about this, but I, I still remember this to this day, walking to the registrar's office just because of, of what God was doing in my life through the study of his word. Uh, just walking to the registrar's office out of just sheer faith and not even knowing if I had the ability to do this, but I said, I want to change my major to biblical languages, biblical study, wow. uh, study, you know, and I ended up studying uh, Hebrew um, they kind of m- make you choose one kind of mm-hmm. uh, predominant language. And um, in that, I-, I still look back at that walk to the registrar's office to this day as uh, just one of the defining moments of, of my life because that changed the, tra- the trajectory mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> sent me to Israel a few times. Uh, it spent the summer in Israel in 2006. And um, anyway, uh, Gordon Conwell, uh, when I was graduating, had, was opening a campus here in Jacksonville, Florida. And at the time they were meeting at First Pres. This was, uh, they started in 2006. So uh, I ended up graduating uh, from Moody and ended up coming to Gordon-Conwell here in Jacksonville, did a master's in Old Testament. And then in 2014, you know, I, I, wanna, keep, I wanna keep going, I wanna keep studying. So my wife and I uh, ended up packing up our, our whole life into eight suitcases and moving to uh, Belfast, where it uh, did no a PhD in, uh, at the Queen's University of Belfast. So we wow. were there from 2014 to 2018. So now I'm back here at Gordon-Conwell, and it, it just, uh, it, it, uh, just so, such a joy to, to share and delight in, in the riches of God's Word 
uh, with others because I know the journey that I was on. And um, and so I, I teach Hebrew and uh, Old Testament exegesis classes. Is he, is he in your, one of your classes? I, I have not had the pleasure of having Zach just yet, but uh, the I will be there coming. soon. Yeah. yeah. I will right. be in the old. I'm doing Greek right now, so I'm doing New Testament okay. uh, languages. That's uh, yeah. Don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> We're gonna have to have you on another time. We'll get into that in a, a bit. We're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, I'll pick up where you left off. And I'm excited to hear more about your story, God's story through you, and uh, boy, the importance of the Word of God. Doug and I often talk about. You know, we cannot plumb the depths of God's Word. And uh, anyway, you're talking my language now. Come on now. <laughs> Glad you tuned in today. If you want to call, obviously we're not taking calls, but you can email us, ask at SWATradio.com, brad at SWATradio.com. Love to hear from you. If you have a comment or question, be glad to address that. And um, I'll be back tomorrow also with uh, David Gray. Motorcycle uh, will tell you that the greatest thrill is the freedom that it affords. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Freedom. There's something freeing about those bugs hitting you on the face. But, you know, that kind of heart-pounding, feel-the-wind ride can be experienced by the new believer as well. Deep within our hearts, there is a shift at salvation from the sluggish roll and rumble of a tank into the swift-moving work of the Spirit. He frees us from all of the trappings and encumbrances that were brought on by our own sin and our fear of death. Internally, we are freed. Eternally, we are secure. You ready to ride? Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. There's major delays near downtown because of a crash on I-95 southbound before Myrtle Street and the Iron Bridge blocking the right lane. Also, there's an accident on the East Beltway 295 southbound at U.S. 17 North Main Street on the north side. Partly cloudy tonight, low 75. Friday, partly sunny, high 92. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm A.J. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes filling in for Doug McCary today. Usually Thursdays, Doug is in studio usually, m- most of the time by himself or with a guest or a guest on the line. And uh, it, it kind of gives me a, a day to go spend with my wife in the afternoon. And then Doug usually takes off on Fridays. We kind of had to force him to do that so that he and Lori could just have a day for themselves. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's been great, but he's out of town, so I'm glad to fill in. Especially to have you guys in studio. Glad to be here. And, to be here. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, by the way, just quick announcement uh, for anybody who may be listening to SWAT. Again, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Um, and we have uh, weekly Bible studies that get together all throughout Northeast Florida. And we actually begin Bible studies next week, next 
Wednesday. And uh, Doug takes off during the summer. We, in fact, usually take off about six weeks during the summer, even from radio, although we've been on and off this summer. Just had a had our summer SWAT training day a few weeks ago, and uh, we worked through the book of Haggai. So we're going to I'll have David Gray in with me tomorrow as he and I put some put a bow on Haggai together as we talk about how we apply the the scriptures and <clears throat> if if you've never done a study of Haggai wow it's so good so good I mean you ever wonder especially if you look at the Old Testament you know, yeah I don't want him, I'm not mentioning names but there have been some people who say you know we need to unhitch from the Old Testament how could that possibly be true how could you foundation unhitch? yeah how could you unhitch what Jesus says, it is they that speak of me. You know? That's right. And uh, Haggai definitely speaks of, of, of Christ. And it, it speaks of our culture today. Yeah. You know, that we, we're so busy building panel houses that we're not building the temple, you know, and mm. that our priorities are out of whack. So anyway. That's and we have an Old Testament scholar in the room. Amen. I'm glad to have it, too. <laughs> so uh, Justin... Young, Dr. Justin Young, uh, you know, interesting that uh, when the opportunity came up for, hey, come on up and hang out with us, yeah. that you just jumped on it. I, I, yeah. I, well, hey, I, I'm just in a spot where I'm trying to tell as many people about this opportunity, uh, which I guess now is the time to oh, do Oh, are we going to yeah. – oh, that's what you're up here for. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying kidding. to tell as many people as I can about it. Uh, it's um, And it seems like talking into a microphone is probably a, a good place to do that. That's a very good uh, place. So yes. we have uh, – this is the inaugural year of a conference that we're trying to do that we're hoping uh, we're hoping will become a, a kind of an a annual thing that we'll do here in Jacksonville. And uh, it's something we're calling the Telos Bible and Theology Conference. And uh, really what we're doing is uh, it, it's, it's actually taking place September 21st through the 23rd. So it's over the course of three days, but it's really it's two nights. It's, it's a Thursday night a Friday night, and then a Saturday morning. And uh, really, this conference got started out of uh, a few local pastors that, that came to me and said, hey, you know, we'd really love to just see a conference here in the region that's really devoted to just taking a kind of a deep dive into the scriptures. Let's, let's pick a text. Let's pick a subject. Let's, let's do something. Just do a deep dive in the scriptures. And... Um, maybe fly some professors down here to talk about uh, just delight in, in the riches of God's mm. word together. And I yeah. thought, you know, my first thought was, you know, at Gordon-Conwell, that's one of the, the great strengths of, of working at a, a seminary like Gordon-Conwell mm -hmm. is we have no shortage of, of wonderful professors that are not just tremendous scholars, uh, but they love God's word and they love the Lord. And it just shows in the way that they talk about God's word and um, it's just had such an impact on my own life personally uh, as an alumnus. But, um, but really, we, we really I, I guess we plan this conference to sort of just say, we, we just want this to be a blessing to as many people as will come. This conference is not only for seminary students, although our seminary students uh, are invited and are, are coming. Uh, but this conference is also for just anybody that would love to uh, sit under God's word mm. and perhaps take a little bit of a deeper dive into the word of God. And so the theme of this year's conference is actually, it comes from Revelation 7. And we've actually summed it up in three words. 
And the theme of the conference this year is many nations, one lamb, no tears. And the idea is that we are looking into Revelation 7. We're really, it's, it's really going to be a kind of uh, a springboard for us. We're going to be opening the scriptures in all kinds of places. But uh, Revelation 7 is going to be kind of our starting point to really just say, hey, you know, there's this picture, this beautiful picture of many nations, one lamb, and no tears. And so in light of that vision, in light of what the Lord is up to, in light of what he uh, is, is doing, what does that mean for my life today? How do I live mm -hmm. today in light of that? So we're really excited about this conference. Uh, we have some wonderful uh, professors that are flying down. Uh, Dr. Alvin Padilla, he's the Dean of uh, Latino and Global Ministries at Gordon-Conwell. He'll be coming down speaking on Thursday night. Uh, Dr. Song Park, he's actually our, the new provost of the institution, uh, an Old Testament scholar. Uh, Dr. Sarah Hall, she's a, a good friend of mine, uh, an uh, adjunct professor here. Actually, she lives uh, out, uh, out in Tallahassee area. She'll be speaking on Friday night. And, um, and a whole host of others. Professor uh, Quiniquia Day, she teaches at our CUM campus. And Dr. Sunquist, who's actually the president of Gordon-Conwell, of, of all hmm, the campuses, okay. he will be here on mm -hmm. Saturday to kind of close the whole thing out. Actually, he'll be here for the whole thing, but he's speaking on Saturday afternoon. And so really the way that the conference is going to unfold is Thursday night, it's, it's kind of each one of those words uh, is the theme of that night. So uh, Thursday night will be devoted to many nations. And then uh, Friday night will be devoted to one lamb. And then Saturday will be devoted to no tears. So we are hoping that, uh, that you'll come out to join us. The, the, uh, the conference costs $15. I, I'm not aware of any other conference. <laughs> that you can do over the course of three days like that uh, and, and pay $15 for it. So uh, we're just really, um, really excited to, to bring this blessing uh, to, to Jacksonville. And we're hoping that it'll be something that we can do. And it's free year. for Gordon-Conwell students. Yeah, if you're a Gordon-Conwell student, so, uh, there you go. join yeah. me as a student. <clears throat> well, $15 is free yeah, these true. days. You know. <laughs> so where is it being held again? Yeah, it's actually going to be held at Destination Church okay. in Arlington. Okay. Yep. Uh, Destination Church. And if you'd like more uh, information about the conference, you can go to our website, gordonconwell.edu, uh, or you can just go to gcts.edu slash telos, T-E-L-O-S. G-C-T-S what? Dot uh, edu slash telos, T-E-L-O-S. Okay. And, uh, and of course, if, if, if it's hard to remember, you can always just go to our main website, gordonconwell.edu, and look at our events, and it's right there uh, on the front page. $15. Come on now. It's, I'm That's amazing. You, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's something that, um, uh, I'll be honest, I, I think very highly of, of the seminary, uh, the teaching, uh, the professors that uh, the seminary has. Uh, we, we often talk about mm -hmm. the, you know, any seminary is only, is only as good as the, the professors that that teach there. And, um, and so at, at Gordon-Conwell, we just take very seriously this idea that uh, we want to be professors that uh, are not just simply knowledgeable, but also are uh, bringing people to the scriptures to delight in God's word and that, uh, that we are living it out mm. uh, ourselves as well. So um, anyway, we, we're really excited about this September 21st through the 23rd. 
And uh, you do need to sign up for it. It is one of the things you have to sign up for. But uh, but anyway, it's it's for fifteen dollars. I don't know of anything anything like. Yeah, well, that starts two weeks from tonight. Two weeks, correct? Yep. And uh, do they need to sign up? Is that something? Yeah, they need to sign up, and they can't uh, show up. And and yeah, so going they going to the uh, to the this website that I just mentioned, uh, the gcts.edu slash telos, it'll point you to an Eventbrite okay. sign-up right. page. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and as a Good. student, uh, Gordon Conwell, just you know, just want to say how much I've enjoyed my time there so far. The professors have been wonderful. My Greek professor, I've been doing uh, Greek this whole year. <laughs> I'm just taking one or two classes at, at a time. Uh, he's been super gracious. Uh, we just had a baby in, in the summer. In June, he's cutting you some slack, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> he, did. he did, yeah, for sure. And so, um, but the, Gordon Campbell's been wonderful, and I love their heart for the marketplace too, yeah, uh, the, which you know is is huge, obviously for Copassion and and um, what we're trying to do and what you know God's doing through us to integrate faith into young adults. Uh, but just just um, uh, just in general, I mean, their heart for advancing the gospel in all areas of life. And that's that's what I would say. Gordon Campbell's big on. And missions, I and mean, that's that's a, that's a huge focus of Gordon Conwell. But they're they're a wonderful wonderful seminary. I've really enjoyed my time, and recommend anybody to go there uh, that wants to get a good, well rounded seminary education uh, that's biblical. And you know their their flagship is inerrancy, right? And so like they they love they love the scriptures. Amen. And they're united around that one thing. Amen. Love Job eleven. Job eleven said, I think it's verse seven. Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? Can you fathom the mysteries of God? You know, it's found in his word. I mean, obviously the heavens declare the glory of God, but we have his word. How precious is that? And I feel like sometimes we don't instill that enough, that how cool it is that I've got this sitting in my lap and I get to open it and, and hear from God, see who he is. Oftentimes, we're exposed to who we are, too, right? That's right. So, yep. All right, we're going to take one final break. You guys can join me for the rest of the show. Don't call it a show, although sometimes it is a show. But uh, glad you tuned in today. If you want to email me, email me at ask at SWATradio.com, brad at SWATradio.com. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back for our final session. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network. Listen in Jacksonville at 91.7. 
There is good news for the captive. Good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter. The one religion failed for the good Lord. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad here filling in for Doug McCary on this thir- guest Thursday. I've got two guests in studio. I'm Feel like I'm killing two birds with one stone, but uh, I've I've already been inspired to get both of you guys back in, not just to talk about Gordon Conwell. Let's just talk about the word. We'll talk Hebrew, or Greek, or whatever. You know, I'm going to put you to the test. Definitely not a Greek. I, I'm, I'm going to have a pop quiz for you, maybe. Uh, uh, so yeah. feed me some stuff. I can just examine him. Make, I just want to make sure you know you're you're exactly, on board. Yeah, I'll be but, doing uh, exegesis here in the fall, man. I can exactly, share some of my paper. Exactly. You know, it, it, I, there's one other thing I, we're going to tackle in this last session. I I know Copassion has a breakfast coming up. We want to yeah. talk about that, but. Just to pick up, pick back up on the Telos conference. Is that mm-hmm. Telos? What is Telos? What is yeah? The, so it's a Greek that a word. Greek, that it, it's a Greek word that means uh, end, or it, it kind of it, it can also be used of a kind of a the goal or aim toward everything. It's basically mm-hmm. the end, the 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 final uh, stop in in all things. And so it's sort of based on this idea of um, living today in light of what God is doing in in the Telos of history, in the in, in the the final analysis of it all. To tell us die, right? It is finished. <laughs> it, it is, is finished. Yeah. It is finished. Yeah. It, uh, but uh, but tell us is is really just we we wanted it to be a uh, a one word kind of name that uh, mm. that you could kind of shorten and just say hey you know the tell us conference yeah so yeah we were we were talking there on the break oftentimes we have some of our best conversation when we're we don't have the mics on talking about uh, our our friend my good friend Tim Lusk. So I think I was telling you that when we first came here, had no plans of staying longer than a couple of years, go back to Houston. Well, within about uh, two or three months, I had uh, my wife had met some about four ladies uh, within the first maybe couple of weeks of moving to Jacksonville. All four of these ladies were going to be homeschooling for the first time. We had been homeschooling for a few years up to that point. We didn't really know anybody in town outside of a few business associates that I had who were playing on the football field downtown and uh so anyway vicky ends up meeting these ladies which led to a dinner which at dinner led to conversations about church where do you guys go to church and uh, all four of these couples all said we are new we've just become new members at christian family chapel and uh i said well tell me about it. you know who's the pastor Pastor Tim Lusk was the pastor at the time. He's a Dallas Seminary grad and coming from Houston and school in Dallas. Uh, been on the campus at Dallas Seminary many times. I thought, hey, can't be can't be bad. So went and visited uh, CFC and ended up there for twelve years. Mm. Tim is a yeah. uh, just a dear friend. Been on been behind these mics many times. Yeah, and I love that man. And he's going to be. He actually will be leading one of the breakout sessions on on that Saturday morning of the conference on the twenty third. Uh, we have kind of a series of breakout sessions that are going to be led by, uh, largely by uh, local alumni, and uh, but uh, Tim is actually uh, going to be sharing a little bit, a little bit about uh, his dissertation topic, uh, which is really on this idea of uh, leaders needing uh, kind of healthy and good lament in mm-hmm. their life. This idea of uh, lament being lacking, and I just think that's really kind of a, a 
insightful topic. I'm really excited to kind of hear it myself. So uh, there will be a kind of a host of, of, of different uh, breakout sessions that will be led on Saturday morning uh, of the conference on the 23rd. So even though Tim's not listed uh, on here, uh, he is actually one of the breakout session leaders. Well, I can tell I can tell our listeners from personal testimony, personal experience. He is one of the he. You know, when I think of Tim Lusk, I think of a shepherd. Mm. He he is a shepherd. Mm. You know, he loves the flock, and he desires to lead them. And uh, he's just been a just a tremendous blessing to me, to our family. And so uh, I don't see him enough, even though I occasionally I'll run into him downstairs uh yeah it's great having him having his office here in the salem (laughs) center there's been a few times i've walked in his office and said hey (laughs) can you help me out with this i just need you to pray for me listen he is that kind of guy too he's the kind of guy i could go down right now and say i need some help you know and he'd be faithful to to be there so let's transition uh zach i want you to talk about part of why we decided i wanted to get you on on uh on the air was to talk about a breakfast you guys have coming up, just so our listeners, at least in the Jacksonville area, could uh, be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know we don't have a whole lot of time left. I mean, co-passion, kind of what is co-passion and why do we exist and all those things would probably be uh, best to chat about. Um, uh, you know, co-passion, I think Ray and Melissa's story sums up Co-Passion, you know, Ray Strickland and, and Melissa Strickland founded Co-Passion actually almost 10 years ago. And their heart, they they graduated from UNF. They they spent 10 years in the marketplace. Ray sold healthcare benefits. I think mm-hmm. that's actually how I maybe that's met how you. I met him. Yep. Yeah, sold healthcare mm-hmm. benefits. And uh, Melissa was a, was a teacher for 10 years. And, and they volunteered on staff uh, for a campus ministry. And they saw this need in college ministry and young adult ministry is, you know, we're not really preparing these college students for the marketplace. How do we help them be Christians in the workplace? Uh, How do we help them integrate their faith into what they're getting ready to go into, into accounting or engineering? And so that burden that, you know, Ray and Melissa had, they, that's why they started Co-Passion. And that's, that's kind of been the heart. Now they've, they've, it's taken them a long time to really figure out how do we, how do we do it? The, The mission has always stayed the same, you know, helping uh, you know, young adults discover who God's made them to be, you know, transform them into Christ-centered leaders to go out to the marketplace. That's, that's always been the same, but how, how we do that um, has taken, I've kind of seen them go through different iterations of, of co-passion over the last several years since I've known them. I met right at iMethods, and um, two years ago, we launched the, the co-passion journey experience that you came to the celebration yeah. a few months ago and, and heard some of the students' young adult stories and so really the breakfast is going to be going to be a, just kind of sharing what God's done over the last two years of, you know, we've had over 35 participants uh, go through the the journey uh, as we know it today, the co-passion journey experience, you know, 12 week program that young adults go through to help them discover their giftings and their abilities and passions and, and how they can use those for God's glory. A lot of stuff there. Well, I think the, just not to cut you off, I, I think of, you know, when, when I first, and not when I first met Ray, but when Ray first shared what Copassion was, it was like this light went on and went, how has this not been done in the past? Yeah. I know, you know, part of, as a business guy who uh, was very fortunate to have a, a few men who were willing to speak into my life, not just as a business person, not just as a Christian, but this combination, this 
intersection that I am a follower of Christ. Uh, literally, Jeff Dalrymple, who uh, told me I needed to meet you, Justin, today, he and I were down at, uh, at, at this conference that Casey DeSantis was doing uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, on Wednesday, he and I got yesterday morning, we got up, we were spending some time doing some writing. And as we're sitting in this uh, little lobby of the hotel, this kind gentleman came over and brought a bottle of water for both of us. We didn't ask him for it. He just saw it and he met the need. And it was, it was so cool to kind of engage with him and talk about the fact that, uh, share Colossians 3.23, that, you know, uh, do your work hard. You know, we all, I, I was raised to work hard, but I was raised to work hard for man, you know, in the sense that you're my boss, I'm going to work hard for you. And, and that's fine. But as a follower of Christ, how much more important is it that we understand that we're really working for the Lord? It, it is the Lord Christ whom we serve. That's right. And uh, so knowing what co-passion is really about that intersection of your faith and work. And how do you yeah. how, how do you take these things that you're passionate about, you're gifted to do, and now you're you know you're maybe doing an internship for an accounting firm or a real estate firm or you know whatever or even it might a recent be. grad who is I mean you know we've been we've had recent grads go through our co-passion experience where you know they you know how it is when you first come out of college and you get your first full-time job and you know is this what I really want to do the rest of my life and um, we've had a lot of recent grads come through and really help them figure out, okay, what direction has God gifted me for? You know, how, how can I best use mm-hmm. my gifts? One, one, you know, one survey I'd, or study I'd like to share too, that I think really sums up co-passion. Actually, I, I came across it. It's a Barna survey. Mm-hmm. I came across it actually at my studies at Gordon Conwell when I was writing a paper, uh, last year, last fall, uh, in the Apollo, in my apologetics class I took last fall was Barna did a, did some research in 2021 on kind of vocational well-being, how people were feeling in America. You know, you had the the great resignation you might have heard about, right? You've had the well, quiet quitting has kind of been a popular buzzword. I don't think that's, I think it's always existed, but, um, that, you know, it's been a buzzword the last few years. But what they found was one in five Americans want the church's help when it comes to their vocational well-being. One in five Americans. Now, not just not just Christians, but mm-hmm. Americans, Americans okay. said they wanted, they would, they would be open. They would be interested in the church's help and young people specifically actually were more open uh, or more interested in wanting the church's help. They, it was, I think it was around 67% of, of Gen Z said they would be open or interested if the church offered um, some help in their vocational well-being. It was 69% of millennials. How they worded the question, I, I have it here is uh, the way the Bar- Barna asked the question to you know these young Americans or just Americans in general is how interested would you be if Christian churches in your community offered preaching and programs to help you achieve vocational well-being? And young Americans specifically, they found were were open. Um, Supermajority were open to the church's help in their vocational well-being. And so there's a huge opportunity, not just for co-passion to step in and, and solve that need, but just the church in, in general yeah, to stand absolutely. up. So on October 3rd, is our breakfast. Uh, we're we're going to be sharing what God's done through the journey. And, um, you know, really the, you know, the ideal person to kind of come is, is a business owner or, uh, you know, someone in the professional in the marketplace or some concerned individual who wants to help the next generation. Uh, we're going to be, you know, help the next generation integrate their faith into work. We're going to be kind of unveiling our corporate sponsorship program, uh, which will help us, you know, have more impact on the campus. Uh, to young adults and you know more reach in the community 
you know, so that's going to be at the breakfast. And then obviously stories of what God's done and, mm-hmm. and how God's changed lives over the last couple of years uh, through the co-passion journey and, yeah. and some stories of young adults. Well, obviously <clears throat> we're running out of time, but I was thinking I'm, I'm super grateful for both of you men who have devoted your lives to, to proclaiming the gospel. You know, first Peter four ten. that we, you know, we are to proclaim the gospel. But for those of us who are in the marketplace, you know, you're equipping us to do the same where God has planted us. When Jesus said, go make disciples, where are you going today? Well, most people are going to work. So how do we do that in right. light of the fact that I have a passion for this, accounting, whatever it might be. But at the, at the what comes before all that is I am his. I'm, I'm a royal priest at a holy nation a people of God's own possession that we might proclaim the excellencies wherever it is we are. That's right. Good to have you guys. Justin, thank you you for joining us. And uh, listen, you can go back to SWAT Radio. You can download the app.